Welcome to the Realist Uncensored, where we're bringing you real fucking issues with real fucking opinions. I'm Checkers, and over there, as always, is MJ. What's going on, everybody, on YouTube, Rumble, and listen on your favorite podcast directory? All right, we're going to jump right into this. We got some fucking shit to get done today. Like, I got I to gotta go to work, and he's got fucking shit to do. Yes. So, a uh, lot, of, lot of articles dropping. We're going to get through what we can in the allotted time. So, uh, you ready? Yes, sir. So my first one is from CNN. A popular Tennessee soccer coach left his phone at a restaurant. Police say they discovered videos on the device of him allegedly raping unconscious boys. And (laughs) it's like every week something's coming up. And I'm getting sick and tired of fucking this shit coming out. And I'll just get into it. Police say they have arrested a popular Tennessee soccer coach after finding videos on his cell phone depicting... Unconscious boys being raped. Camilo Hurtado Campos is being held in Franklin, Tennessee on charges of rape of a child and sexual exploitation of a minor with additional charges expected to be filed, according to a Sunday news release from Franklin Police Department. Police say they were alerted after Campos left his phone at a restaurant and employees went through the device looking for information about the owner so they could return it. What they found instead were dozens of un. un Conscionable videos uh, and pictures of children, and so they called police. Authorities say uh, said in the news release, authorities have investigated and found hundreds of disturbing images and videos on the 63-year-old phone, according to, to the police. Police say Campos recorded himself raping unconscious boys between approximately nine and 17 years old. This is fucking disgusting. Yeah, it is. and this this guy just. There shouldn't even be fucking due process or anything. Obviously, they have video evidence that this guy did this disgusting bullshit. So he just needs to be fucking put to death. Like, right right then and there, public execution. Fucking let's go. So far, the rapes of at least 10 children were found on the phone, and detectives have managed to identify three of the victims, according to police. Five more that we did not know about also have, have also come forward. We are nowhere close to the end of our review of the evidence in this horrific case, Franklin police said in a tweet Monday. Detectives say victims may not even know they were raped due to being in an unconscious state. Campos has lived in Franklin, just south of Nashville, for the past two decades. The soccer coach would allegedly frequent school playgrounds when he would approach and recruit children to play soccer, many of whom who would later invite to his home after gaining their trust, authorities said in 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 the release. Now, first of all, like I said before, this is disgusting. And, you know, you can't put it on the kids because, like they said, they're as young as nine years old. But where are the parents' kids? I mean, where are the, where are the, the parents in these kids' lives? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I mean, you're supposed to instill, you know, certain things with your kids. Like, don't they, – they shouldn't be going to the coach's house by themselves. Well, that, There's no that, reason well, for it. Well, that's what uh, most pedophiles do because they've uh... – They've uh, interviewed pedophiles that are in jail that have done this kind of shit. And um, one, uh, one, one interview was um, the guy talked about how he groomed the kids and got them ready to molest them. And um, basically what he looks for is he looks for a family. Um, yeah, if the father's not around, that, that, that's good. But uh, also he looks for weak males. So if you look like a male, that's, I guess, what uh, the left would say is your, your toxic masculinity. 
right. most of these pedophiles aren't aren't going to fuck around with your kids because they're like, okay, that that the guy might might right. handle this, right? You exactly. know, you right. know, and um, you know, that's what they look for. And then you know, some of the mothers that you know he was saying, some of the mothers were like, oh, you know. Uh, they didn't have any problem sending their sons to me because I looked like I was a, a great influence on them. Right. So right. it was slowly grooming, you know, the the single mother or the parents into believing you're this great person. And then, you know, it's it's sick. It's, it is uh, sick. Yeah, it is and, sick. You know, that that's why if you're going to have kids, you got to you got to be, be around them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that'll do it for that article. Okay, my next one, mine is uh first one, not next one. My first one's from uh, Slay. Biden's DOJ removes international sex trafficking of minors as an area of concern. Democrat pedophile Joe Biden's uh, DOJ has removed child sex trafficking from a list of crimes it considers to be an area of concern. So it's been removed. That's disgusting. In late May, the DOJ erased... Uh, content from the from its webpage on child sex trafficking. The section had been added by President Donald Trump's administration and highlighted that cracking down on international sex trafficking of minors was a top priority for the U.S. government. However, it has been removed, oh, revealed that the information was scrubbed and a horrifying crime is no longer listed as a concern for Biden's DOJ. The stunning version was exposed by journalist Natalie Winters and Steve, um, yeah, Steve Banos War Room. The change in the policy comes amid the mounting uh, scrutiny that Biden's facing because of the mass migration via America's um, porous southern border. The border is a prime avenue for child sex trafficking, as Slay News has reported. It also concedes with the recent release of hit anti um, hit anti child trafficking film Sound of Freedom. The Department of Justice uh, webpage constitutes child sex trafficking and how the department is combating it uh, underwent severe revisions on May 12, twenty twenty three, including. Um, Three sections, international sex trafficking of minors, domestic sex trafficking of minors, and child victims of prostitution. The webpage belongs to the criminal division of the DOJ, which outlines the subject areas, the department's child child exploitation and obscenity services focuses on. Um, It was previously updated under Trump's administration on May 28th, 2022, one form of sex trafficking involves the cross-border transportation of children, explains the now-deleted description of international sex trafficking. In three situations, traffickers recruit and transfer children across international borders in order to sexually exploit, uh, exploit them in another country. The traffickers can individually uh, can be individuals working alone, organized crime groups, enterprises, or networks of criminal working together to traffic children into prostitution across country lines. It continues. Um, so the article goes on. If you want to look into this a little more, um, it's Slay News. Uh, Biden's DOJ removes international sex trafficking of minors as an area of concern. Um, not really surprised because he's probably involved in some sex trafficking organization. 
Right. Exactly. You know, it's kind of funny, you know, and it is kind of funny. This happens right after that, uh, hit, uh, anti-child trafficking film sound of freedom gets released. Right. So now they're getting exposed and they're like, Oh man, no oh, shit. <laughs> All right, so my next one's from CNN. Larry Nassar, the ex-USA gymnastics doctor who sexually abused girls for decades, was stabbed 10 times in prison. Fucking hell yeah. He shouldn't have been in prison, but I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> he should have been fucking dead. Uh, former gymna- USA gymnastics doctor Larry Nassar, who, convicted, who was convicted of sexually abusing young athletes under the guise of medical treatment, was assaulted inside a federal prison in Florida, according to two sources familiar with the incident. Joe Rojas, president of the local corrections officers union, told CNN Nassar was stabbed a total of 10 times, twice in the neck, twice in the back, and six times in the chest. God damn. (laughs) Rojas credits uh, corrections officers on the scene with saving Nassar's life. Fucking idiots. They shouldn't have done that. Rojas says... Nassar is in stable condition. Nassar has been serving a 60-year uh, sentence for federal child pornography charges. According to a statement from the Bureau of Prisons on Sunday, July 9, 2023, at approximately 2.35 p.m., an inmate was assaulted in the United States Penitentiary, Coleman II, in Sumterville, Florida. Responding, re- responding staff immediately initiated life-saving measures. Saving, uh, staff requested Emergency medical services and life-saving efforts continued. An internal investigation in the incident is underway. The statement says the inmate who a source familiar confirmed is Nassar was transported to a hospital for treatment. Um, it goes on and on about the history of, of you know, what, what he's in there for, um, which is, is pretty sad. I remember, I remember seeing this in the, in the, um, in the news and the fact that, you know, he's a doctor. These, these people trust in him to be a doctor, not a fucking pedophile, disgusting piece of shit. And, you know, gets his fucking shits, shit off with, with fucking molesting these kids. Um, I believe that he should be fucking killed, just like I said in yeah. a minute ago. Like, he, those kids, and there's a lot of kids... So I encourage you to go to CNN and read this because there's a shitload of kids that were uh, affected by this. Um, now they're they're affected for for life now. Exactly. Like even if they get into a stable relationship with a nice nice person, blah blah blah, they're they're gonna have issues sexually, and it's gonna put strain on the relationship where there shouldn't be, and it's just it's a ripple effect. Exactly, and it's fucked up. That'll do it for that one though. Okay, my next article is from Breibart. Uh, Gay group slams Democrat governor as pervert for opening women's spaces to men. Yeah, Katie Hobbs. She's a fucking moron. (laughs) The Gays Against Groomers organization took to social media on Thursday to declare Arizona governor Katie Hobbs, a Democrat, as a pervert for voting a bill that would... uh, have prevented men from sharing bathrooms and locker rooms with young girls. Gays Against Groomers spoke in support of SB 1040 that was just vetoed by Katie Hobbs. The organization wrote in its tweet, Katie Hobbs would rather have boys and girls side by side in varying states of undress than 
uh, confront the mental health issues being broadly promoted as a matter of inclusion. Pervert Hobbs, the group uh, added. Oh, wow. <laughs> the organization was reacting to the tweet uh, from Carrie Lake War Room, which re- read, Katie Hobbs has vetoed SB 1040. This bill would have prevented biological men from sharing bathrooms, showers, and locker rooms with young girls. Katie Hobbs, Arizona is not a safe place for families. It's a playground for perverts and radicals. The Carrie Lake War Room added in its tweet. Hobbs vetoed uh, uh, veto as part of an elite-backed progressive campaign to forcibly diversify Americans' view of male and female sex. This hard-nosed campaign is getting top-level support from federal government and is reaching into women's private spaces, kids' classrooms, sports fields, retail stores, and even medicine. As celebrities, television shows, media outlets, and left-wing activists continue to hype up transgenderism and guide children to doubt their biological sex, more young people are identifying as non-binary. Research published last year by The Trevor Project found that more than one in four, 26% of LGBTQ and all the alphabet and all the numbers and holographics, holographics, Whoops, <laughs> you <laughs> identified as non-binary. An additional 20% said they are not sure um, or are questioning whether they identify as non-binary. Meanwhile, biological males have been invading women's spaces, participating in area of beauty passions, competing in sporting events, and landing on the cover of swims- swimsuit magazines, all the while complaining that living in the United States is nightmarish. Okay, if it's nightmarish, then get the fuck out of the country. Okay, it's pretty right. simple. Exactly. Okay, and I don't, I don't know how, as as an adult woman, Katie Hobbs, you can be like, yeah, you know what? It's great for fucking men to be getting undressed with young girls. So what do what are you doing? What are you married to a fucking pedophile that you're trying to protect? Is Probably you, is is somebody in your family a fucking pedophile? So you're trying to push this forward. Are you a pedophile? Yeah, I mean that—that's what—that's what—that's what it seems like with all these people. Yeah, they're just it, allowing all this bullshit. Yeah, and then you know, and then then they're they're just erasing like what a biological woman is. Yep. And you know, I think it's so funny when people are like, "Oh, you know, you're you're misogynistic, or you're this, or you're that." Okay, that yeah, that that's that's the truest statement I ever fucking heard in my life because me and MJ get behind these mics. And for months now, been standing up for women's rights. Are we going ar- around being like, no, men belong in fucking women's bathrooms? No, we haven't. Right, exactly. Not once. No. Because it's fucked up. It is. So, and- you know, fucking, this shit needs to fucking stop. And people need to start voicing their opinion about it. And you know, another thing, if you're listening to this show, then fucking share it. Put it on your social media. You know, we, I am seeing like downloads are going up, but fucking get the message out there because- Everybody wants to say, sit there and say, oh, you know, we're the small group of Americans that believe this. We're the 20%. No, it's the other way around. They're the 20%. We're the 80. Yep, exactly. And this is a critical time with it, with, with that whole, that whole thing that we need to spearhead this right now. We need to stand up against this right now up because if you give them any bit of traction, they're just going to keep on going and going and going 
And then before you know it, you got fucking 45-year-old men marrying 10-year-old girls because, exactly. you know, they're, they're fucking, you. you know, whatever. But I actually did see a, cro- um, a transgender person, cross-dresser, whatever you want to call it, that was kind of the face, I guess, of... Um, I mentioned this is a clip. I didn't actually physically see it. I saw a clip. Um, and she had to, she, he, whatever, had to leave the LGBTQ community because that person noticed that they were trying to indoctrinate the kids, castrate the kids chemically and all that other shit. And so she, she or he, must be, must be a he, he went over to the, the Trump and yeah. supported Trump and was going to Trump rallies. And I was like, oh, that'll be interesting because, you know, everybody on the left says if you're a cross-dresser or transgender or whatever, you're not accepted by the, by the, uh, the right or, or Trumpsters. Um, and he was like, no, I, I get all dolled up like this. I don't have my shit hanging out. I'm not swinging dildos down the, down the, down the road. And I get nothing but acceptance from them looking like this at a Trump rally. And that just goes to show, like we've been saying, if you want to do that and you're a grown person and you're not trying to fucking mentally fuck up the kids, have at it. You, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Whatever. Um, it just goes to show that somebody within their camp actually left because of the, of the over-sexualization uh, of the kids. Yeah. So. And, and you know what? If it's so nightmarish in this country and you feel so unsafe, then get the fuck out of this country, okay? Because you guys and girls or whatever the fuck you're, you've, you want to identify as, you guys are all the problems, okay? When you look at all these mass shootings, what are they? Transgender, non-binary, this fucked up thing, that fucked up thing. Yep. It's never somebody that's just like, man, I'm depressed. I was going to go do that. Right. Right. No, exactly. it, it, it's, it's, it's this big fucking issue. Okay. And it, and it's all, you know, they want to act like they're the ones because what happened, uh, look, what, look what happened to Riley Gaines when she was at that, uh, college in California, they were all the transgenders fucking attacking her, like physically attacking her. That's fucked. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah, but, but, but if I walked, if somebody was some, some transgender was fucking, uh, trying to physically assault us and we knocked them the fuck out. Guess who's getting arrested for a hate crime? Us. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? If you're a fucking cop that's going to arrest you, arrest somebody for that, you're fucked up. You're part of the problem. Exactly. Okay? If you're going to arrest a fucking dude for knocking out a dude that's dressed like a female and say it's a hate crime, then you're part of the fucking problem. Yep. Okay? And then when it comes down to Oh, well, you know, I'm just doing my job. Okay, well, yeah, that's what that's what the fucking uh, Nazi party was doing. They were just doing their job. Exactly. They were going and fucking killing people every day and then just going home and being like, okay, what's for dinner tonight? Yeah. Hey, how the kids doing? Right. All right, so my next one is from Fox News. Georgia Democrat defects to GOP after she says Dems crucified and abandoned her. This is the second article that I've done on someone leaving the Democratic Party for the for the um, Republican Party. But it goes I've, on. I've actually seen an update, like like yesterday. She's claiming she didn't leave the party yet. Really? Yes. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> but continue on, because who, know, who knows, you know. Right. Uh, so it goes on to say, a peach state lawmaker who angered her Democratic colleagues in the Georgia State House of Representatives over her 
support for a recent school choice bill has announced she is officially switching parties. Mesha Maynard, a Democrat who has represented District 56 in Georgia in the Georgia House since January 2021, announced her decision to sh- shortly before noon Tuesday that she will switch her party registration to Republican. When I decided to stand up on behalf of disadvantaged children in support of school choice, my Democratic colleagues didn't stand by me, Maynard explained in her decision in a statement to Fox News Digital. They crucified me when I decided to stand up in support of safe communities and refused to support efforts to defund the police. They didn't back me. They abandoned me for far oh, too boy. long. <laughs> for far too long, the Democratic Party has gone away with it, using and abusing black community. The black community, she added. For decades, the Democratic Party has received the support of more than 90% of the black community. And what do we have to show for it? I represent a, a solidly blue district in the city of Atlanta. This isn't a political, uh, political decision for me. It's a moral one. Maynard made clear that her work across party lines will continue after she switches parties, saying she has never hesitated to work across the aisle to deliver results for my community and the people I was elected to represent, and that won't change. Maynard said that she has been met with much encouragement amid her decision to switch parties and noted that it's humbling to be embraced for the first time in a long time by individuals who don't find fault in a black woman having a mind of her own and be willing to buck the party line right there. I thought it was a good thing that, you know, she's standing up for her beliefs and not, not to go from Democrat to Republican, whatever it is, whichever way it goes. It doesn't standing, even matter. Standing up. It doesn't even matter if she stays in the Democratic Party, like because there are there are good people that are Democrats. Yeah, you know they're they're not all about this this left this leftist agenda where you're you're racing females and you know want to sterilize kids and fucking all this fucked up shit. Like right, you know. But right here, she she says. By individuals who who don't find fault in a black woman having a mind of her own, it should it shouldn't, it shouldn't black be black it. shouldn't yeah. be there. Yeah, you're you're that that should not be there. Stop bringing fucking race into everything. Just say an individual who finds fault in a woman having a mind of her own and be willing to buck the party line. That's what needs to happen. I'm sick and tired of hearing oh uh, black this or or you know whatever. You're, you're all people. You're all Americans. If you were born here and you're, you're a citizen here legally, then guess what? You're fu- that's it. You're an American. It doesn't matter if you're black, Hispanic, Asian. doesn't matter. It does not matter. But that'll do it for that article. Okay, my next one is from the Telegraph. China is preparing for war. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tensions between the West and... In China, show no sign of easing. Um, interdependence and mistrust continue to mix uneasily. Triggers are many and varied, include human rights, relations with Russia, um, microchip manufacturing, and the big one, Taiwan. Which I don't understand, but no. um, then there are then there is the red, rhetoric. U.S. Uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is in Beijing for talks aimed at easing some of these tensions. It's ironic, but not unprecedented, that at the exact same time, President Xi is telling the troops of e- the Eastern Theory- Theater Command 
the one that faces Taiwan, that they need to step up their combat readiness and persist in thinking and handling military issues from a political perspective. Dare to fight, be good at fighting, and um, defend our national sovereignty, security, and develop development interests. This is not the first time Z has timed a info op stunt like this uh, to concede with diplomatic visit, and neither is he the first Chinese president to do so. Um, in 2011, the president of China um, did the same, telling his military to make extended preparations for warfare. It has happened many times since. One, uh, uh, one can make the case that this is constant need um, to posture in this way masks the lack of confidence. Ooh. Mm. Wow. Z's <laughs> <laughs> military numbers and rate of build might be uh, eye-watering, but what experience underpins them? Russia's efforts in Ukraine have shown repeatedly that spectacular parades do not equate to hardened fighting competence. His message is timed in Yellen's visit to create maximum international effect, but internally it is like to be a kick aimed at his generals than an immediate call to arms. In the long term, is war with China inevitable? Mike, uh, uh, General Mike Mahan, the U.S. Uh, Air Force, says it is. A hawkish stance that... Um, I suspect is shared by quite a few of the U S military, but as it is the way there are plenty who believe that the situation will continue to be managed on ongoing diplomatic efforts and uh, deterrent effect of our combined military. Certainly the undergoing importance of both conventional and nuclear deterrence cannot be underestimated right now. This coupled with the maximal maximum diplomatic effort, soft and hard, should sit alongside military operations and exercise designed to demonstrate what it could look like uh, if these efforts fail. So the article goes on, but you know, you guys, if you're interested in this a little more, just check out the telegraph. Um, China is preparing for war. We just wanted to grab the article bring it uh, to our listeners and, you know, whatever you do with it after that is up to you. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I do think they have a good point there because China has long since long since hated the United States for like what we, what we were. I won't say what we are because we're not the same country anymore, but no, everybody around the world is noticing the, the, the decline over here and the weakening of our military and of our people and they're just waiting for that prime time when they when everything comes to that point when they're going to just fucking strike and they're going to try to take it over. That's what I believe. But my next article is from CNN Business. And you know, they're in the article, they're in the uh the headlines again. Bank of America accused of opening fake accounts and charging illegal junk fees. Seriously, if you're still with Bank of America, like what the fuck's the matter with you? I don't know. You, you must be lazy, like <laughs> moron, like fucking like we're covering something every week about Bank of America. Yeah. So 
The article says federal regulators said Tuesday that they found Bank of America harmed customers by double dipping on fees, withholding credit card rewards, and opening fake accounts, all of which are violations of various consumer financial protection laws. As a result, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau ordered Bank of America to pay more than $100 million to customers and $90 million in penalties. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Office of the Controller of the, of the Currency also ordered Bank of America to pay $60 million in fines. Yeah, they're going belly up. The bank is, second, uh, is the second largest in the United States, serving 68 individuals and small businesses. Some of the charges are reminiscent of the Wells Fargo scandal the last, dec- last decade that involved opening millions of bank accounts where, without customer authorization. Bank of America wrongfully withheld credit card rewards, double-dipped on fees, and open accounts without consent. CFPB Director Rohit Chopra said in a statement, These practices are illegal and undermine customer trust. The CFPB will be putting an end to these practices accrossing across the banking system. Um, The CFPB said that Bank of America harmed hundreds of thousands of consumers over a period of several years and across multiple product lines and services. Among them, the CFPB and OCC found that the bank, which normally charged customers $35 if their transaction was declined due to insufficient funds, allowed those fees to be repeatedly charged for the same transaction resulting in customers being charged tens of millions of dollars in fees on resubmitted transactions according to the OCC. That would happen after a first transaction was declined if a third-party merchant resubmitted the charge to the customer's account, which may still have had insufficient funds to cover that expense. At the point, the customer would again be hit with either a $35 insufficient funds fee or a $35 overdraft fee. The bank's disclosure did not clearly com- uh, explain the multiple fees, the multiple f- that multiple fees could be result in the same transaction. Additionally, customers had no ability to know when or if a merchant would resubmit or a transaction to the bank for payment, and therefore cannot reasonably avoid the assessment of multiple fees for the same transaction. The OCC said in a statement. Bank of America noted in an email to CNN that those fees were eliminated last year. We voluntarily reduced overdraft fees and eliminated all non-sufficient fund fees for the first half of 2022. As a result of these industry-leading changes, revenue from these fees has dropped more than 90%, a spokesperson said. Yes, because you were double charging. (laughs) The CFPB also said the bank would make special offers of cash and points when signing up with new credit card customers but that it, is, that it illegally withheld these, those promised bonuses to tens of thousands of customers. And from at least 2012, the agency said in order to reach now defunct sales-based incentive goals and boost their evaluations, bank employees illegally applied for and enrolled customers, uh, consumers in credit card accounts without consumers knowing the or authorization. That involved using or obtaining uh, Consumers' credit card reports without their consent and resulted in customers being charged with uh, unjustified fees, taking hits to their credit reports, and having to make efforts to correct the errors the bank made. And it goes on to say uh, all the fines and fees and all that shit. And uh, but if you're a Bank of America customer, you're a fucking idiot if you still if you're listening to this show and you still have it. Yeah. So go get, go get something else. Go get a credit union. Support your local banks. 
All right, my next article is from Fox News. California district suspends kids for five days for misgendering trans student. That's fucked. A California school district suspended two children in five days after a misgendering incident took place and then subject them to training called restorative justice, according to an email reviewed by Fox News Digital. The email was sent by a recently departed principal of Herbert Hoover High School located in the Glendale uh, Unified School District. It was first reported by GUSD Parents Voices. The former principal, Jennifer Earl, described two parents who misgendered a uh, trans student and then ran away as the teacher attempted to correct them. Good. A suspended... (laughs) A suspended... I suspended two students for five days each today and will be conducting restorative justice with students and... And, the t- and teacher for misgendering and interviewing them. They attempted to uh, being curious about transgen- uh, transgender person, Earl said. I asked the teacher involved in the incident how, uh, how he wanted to handle it. He wanted me to just teach them about misgendering or would he like me to speak about uh, being trans? He asked me to educate on transgender. It was well received from the students and parents. Um, restorative justice will uh, will happen after suspension, the email said. GUSD explained to Fox News Digital that they make um, determinations uh, if a misgendering generally defined as using the wrong pronouns is considered bullying based on whether the student's perceived intent. A student has never been punished, much less suspended for accidentally using the wrong pronoun to refer to a peer or staff member. However, a student could be suspended if the action escalated to harassment or bullying, a spokesperson said. Yeah, my assistant principal, and if this... (laughs) I would have been down there all (laughs) day. The district uh, website explains uh, restorative justice on the website. Restorative justice is re-education of students and gaining control over situation based on the perceived wrongs they committed. First, the person making the restorative justice circle will be asked, will ask barrier breaking questions such as what the greatest value that guides your life? What gives you the most security? If you could smash one thing, what what would you smash? Describe your ideal family. The district's website continues, when there is harm or conflict, when the established community restorative, uh, restorative responses will help to repair the damage. This is done through processes that bring harmed and harmers together to address the root cause of conflict, support accountability for those responsible, and promote healing for impacted individuals. As a result, community is once again restored, bringing back a sense of belonging to all. Part of one phys- uh, part of one's physical needs, uh, uh, vice versa, restorative um, justice is sexual expression, according to GUSD. A spokesperson added in Glendale Unified, we work together with our parents as parents to create safe, 
inclusive environments where every child can learn to learn and thrive. We follow all laws and policies established by California legislator and department of education. Well, California's legislator and department of education is fucked up. Okay. Because if you're worried about teaching your fucking kids, then fucking teaching reading, writing and arithmetic. Okay. Don't be fucking trying to indoctrinate them as children because now you're dealing with this fucking shit. And this is why I say every fucking show (laughs) and every fucking time I'm on social media, when there's an article like this, fucking we need to homeschool our kids. And you know what? For all you morons that are like, oh, well, half our population's fucking stupid. Well, why are they fucking stupid? They went through the public school system. So they're (laughs) fucking, you are, you're literally fucking siding with me without fucking being smart enough to fucking figure it out. Okay. Exactly. So people need to be homeschooled. And if you, and for you got people that are like, Oh, well I'm too stupid to do it. Then send your fucking kid to a private school or a boarding school. And you know what? Because you're paying for that. Now you can tell them be like, you, you do this shit. Fucking there goes my money. Yeah. And my kid, we're going somewhere else. Yep. Exactly. So homeschool your kids. And if you're fucking too stupid to realize that, America's stupid because they went through the public school system, then you are a special kind of stupid. (laughs) So my next one is from New York Post. Mark Zuckerberg spent $43 million on security, but gives millions to defund police groups. Meta. Oh, what the fuck? Meta. What the fuck? This website. Meta. (laughs) Every time I scroll down, the ads pop up and then if I can move. Uh, Meta boss Mark Mark Zuckerberg does doesn't practice what he preaches when it comes to public safety. The tech tycoon's company has spent more than forty million dollars on Zuckerberg's personal security over the past three years, while at the same time, his family his family run foundation has donated more uh, millions of dollars to groups that want to defund or even abolish the police. Since two thousand and twenty, the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative or CZI has donated $3 million to PolicyLink, the organization behind defundpolice.org, according to investigative reporter Lee Fang. The anti-cop group boasts on its website that it, it, that its funds uh, effort, efforts to diminish the role of policing on, in communities and empower alternative visions for public safety, though it fails to list what those substitutes might be. CZI, which Zuckerberg founded with wife Priscilla Chan, has also donated more than $2.5 million to Solidaire, Fang reported, which seeks to do with policing, do away with policing. Solidaire reported in, June, in a June 2020 interview, 2022 interview, of its Defund the Police for Funders program that it proudly led the anti-police terror project, which claims to have played a significant role in stripping and the Oakland Police Department's budget of $18 million. I think it's funny. These people think that taking money away from the people that are protecting the uh, the communities, that it's going to be better. And it's not. It's it's going to be anarchy is what it is. The Movement for Black Lives, a coalition well, they of... They don't care. They can pay for private security. Oh, exactly. And that's the whole point. We talked about that before. The Movement of Black Lives... Uh, for Black Lives, a coalition of 150 activist groups funded by Solidaire said in a press release that the police do not keep us safe. They do not prevent nor stop crime. 
No, they can't stop crime. They're, they're not fucking <laughs> looking into their crystal ball. Oh, we got to go to 8th Street right now because <laughs> there's going to be a break-in. No. Oh, they wee. respond to that fucking shit. Jesus Christ. Pouring more money into the system of policing only threatens the very lives of their purported to protect, it added. That concept apparently stops at CZI's door. The foundation provides annual funds to a community group tied to the Redwood Police City, uh, the Redwood City Police Department, the local law enforcement agency that pro, uh, patrols the both Meta's headquarters in Mellow Park, California, and CZI's office in Redwood City, California. Fang wrote on his Substack on Friday. Representatives for Meta and CZI did not immediately respond to the post's request for comment. Meta, meanwhile, increased its pre-tax spending on Zuckerberg's security to $14 million in 2023, up from $10 million over the last several years, according to a company company filing released in February. Zuckerberg, who has thrown himself into into becoming a jiu-jitsu master, is also allowed to use the money to pay for additional personal equipment, services, residential improvement, and other safety-related needs. The documents noted such a costly security detail was necessary due to the 39-year-old's position and importance to Meta and the, f- the fact that he requested to only receive $1 in annual salary does not receive any bonus payments, equity rewards, or other incentive compensation. Correct, because he has all kinds of other backdoor deals that all the politicians and the one percenters fucking do. So he doesn't need to make money from Facebook or, or from Meta. A cool $10 million was, um, of that was the annual pre-tax um, allowance, while re- the rest reportedly covered Zuckerberg's safe private air travel. And that's going to do it for that article. Um, but it just shows that the elite doesn't give a shit about all of us little peons out here that actually run the fucking world. Um, they just want to sit up there, have their private security, like you said before, have no police, and we just fucking shoot it out down here and fucking have to defend ourselves. But that'll do it for that one. Next one is, <clears throat> wow. Next one is from Fox News. California Assembly Committee blocks a bill that could have sent human traffickers of kids to prison for life. Horrible. Someone yelled as victims sobbed. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know what? <laughs> Why don't, why don't we just push Cal, like figure out how to get rid of California, send it over to China? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. The California Assembly Committee on, on Public Safety blocked the bill that would increase the charges of for human trafficking. The Golden State Lower, uh, Lower House Committee uh, considered Senate Bill 14, which would make the human trafficking of children a serious felony. Serious felony charges under California law currently include murder and rape and any other crime which may incur in the death penalty or life sentence in um, state prison. However, instead of upping the ante of child traffickers, the California Assembly of Public Safety Committee nuked the measure on Tuesday because the California Assembly is a bunch of pedophiles trafficking kids. It doesn't say that. I said that. (laughs) Horrible. Someone yelled as victim sobbed. You know you're on the wrong side of the issue when you deliver a win for human traffickers. Democrats on the Public Safety Committee prove they have no intention of protecting the lives of California Californians. 
Californians. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone protecting innocent children from horrors of human trafficking. California GOP chairman Jessica Millen Patterson said, what we saw today in California Democrats was heartless and disgusting, Patterson con- uh, continued. That was a Democrat that said that? No way. Oh, no, I just said GOP. I was like, hold on. I need, uh. to, I need to back that <laughs> Once again, Democrats are looking out for the most vicious criminals at the expense of victims. California Assembly Republican leader James Gallagher said, any normal person would tell you that human trafficking of a minor is a serious crime, but Democrats would rather enable these monsters than hold, uh, hold them accountable, Gallagher added. According to local news, no Democrats on the committee voted for the bill. Pedophiles. Yep. Both Republican Assembly, Assemblyman Tom Lackey voted yes on the bill. The GOP Vice Chair Committee, Assemblyman Juan Alanis, stepped out of the committee room to tend to other business, but returned to vote on the measure. SB 14 was given reconsideration, meaning it could... Uh, be taken up again in California Assembly next year. SB 14 cleared the California Senate anonymously by bipartisan uh, support in May. Meanwhile, in Florida, Attorney General Ashley Moody is demanding Mark Zuckerberg example, oh, example, explain the high volume of human trafficking across meta platforms after an eerie report revealed pedophiles are using the metaverse to sexually exp- uh, exploit children. Okay, instead of worrying about that, he's, uh, MJ just covered it. He's worried about uh, paying for security and defunding the police. Moody sent a letter to Zuckerberg Monday inviting CEO to speak with Florida's statewide council on human trafficking on what preventative preventative measures, if any, the tech giant is taking to end end human trafficking on sites such as Facebook, Instagram, uh, Messenger, and uh, WhatsApp, and now Threads. Don't forget Threads. Uh, Facebook was reportedly the top platform used for recruitment of human trafficking victims in 2019 to 2022, according to 2022 uh, Federal Human Trafficking Report that also found 53% of traffickers use the internet to solicit buyers of commercial sex. That's going to wrap it up. So you know what? All these assemblies... All these Democratic fucking representatives, whatever whatever they are in political power, they're more worried about fucking um, taking the firearms away from American citizens who have the right to those firearms than protecting the children, okay? Right. They, they want to keep um, traffickers out there and worry about how, you know, oh, you know, this American's got this fucking gun. Oh, and there's, there's all this travesty with gun violence. Well, I, like I said earlier, most of your gun violence is coming from the fucking transgender non-binary fucks. And then you got um, real issues where kids are being trafficked. And you know what? The Democrats don't give a fuck because they're all tied into it. They're, they were on Epstein's list. That's why nobody knows what, what who's on Epstein's list. And you know why they're probably backtracking is those those people, those low-level people that are actually abducting and transporting and, you know, all that shit, they're probably like, they probably stood up and were like, listen, if if you guys don't back us or, or do something 
to to get the heat off of us, we're gonna fucking squawk. We're gonna we're gonna let everybody know what the fuck's going on over here. So which would be great. What do you got? One more? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I got one more. Yeah, that's all. Speaking I got. speaking of uh, threads. Oh wow! Conservatives immediately report censorship on Meta's com- Twitter competitor Threads, but we're still on there, so I don't understand it. Well, I don't. I, 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 don't, I don't really post anything, and uh, even if I do, I am trying to get kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> Numerous conservative accounts have been slapped with warning labels on launch of uh, on the launch day of Meta's Threads app, which has been billed as a competitor to Twitter. Elon Musk's Twitter has already threatened Mark Zuckerberg's company with legal action, accusing them of poaching former Twitter employees to develop the new platform. Threads, a text-based platform with many similarities to Twitter, reported more than 30 million signups within 24 hours of its debut on Thursday. Meta has described the new platform as a new separate space for real-time updates and public conversations. Threads was partly built by the Instagram team, meaning that the Instagram users can log into the app through their Instagram account. Immediately after launch, a number of high-profile conservative politicians and influencers have reported censorship that closely resembles content suppression methods used by Twitter prior to Elon Musk's acquisition. And you had to know that going in that that that, that was going to happen. That was that, that's that's a given. Accounts have been slapped with warning labels that inform prospective followers that the account they are browsing has been known to publish false information was reviewed by independent fact checkers or went against community guidelines. The same fucking stupid shit that they do that they used to do on Twitter um, and TikTok and Facebook. <laughs> Affected accounts include conservative radio host Brandon Tatum, social media influencers DC Drano, former President Trump's eldest son Donald Jr., and several others. Threads has been heavily criticized by Twitter uh, Twitter owner Elon Musk, who has accused Mark Zuckerberg's meta of stealing confidential comp- company information by poaching former employees. Soon after the app's launch, Twitter's lawyer Alex Spiro sent a letter to meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg demanding that meta cease using any of Twitter's trade secrets or confidential information. The letter went on to accuse Meta of utilizing Twitter's intellectual property in violation of f- state and federal laws. Competition is fine. Cheating is not, Musk wrote in a tweet Friday. Meta's communications director, Andy Stone, later denied that any former Twitter engineers were used when creating the app. Threads has attracted a number of high-profile figures and brands in its first day of launch, though Meta has not provided a timetable as to when they expect it to be profitable. The project also lacks a number of features, including a web app. And that is it for that article. Okay, so I'm going to jump into my last little segment, the Bud Light Minute. We're going to uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about three quick articles here because Bud Light's always always in the news. So, um, Bud Light no longer ranks among America's top ten beers. This is from Fox News. What? What? Once the top-selling beer in the U.S., Bud Light, is no longer on the list of the country's 10 most popular beers after partnering with transgender activists and influencer Dick Swing and Dylan Mulvaney. Bud Light dropped from the ninth most popular beer last year to its current spot of 14, according to the new YouGov survey. It fell behind brands like Pabst Blue Ribbon, 
Miller Genuine Draft and Miller Light. Rounding up the top five, uh, most liked beers were Guinness. Yes. Heineken. Not bad. Corona. Heineken Heineken and Corona is fucking owned by the same company, though. But Sam, Sam Adams. There we go. Blue Moon. Mm. However, surveys taken in the second quarters of both 2020 and 2023 found that numbers... Numbers of those would liked Bud Light beer stayed the same for 42%. I scrolled down too far. Oh, there we go. Uh, Anheuser-Busch, the partner company of Bud Light, or I like to call them Transheiser-Busch, has seen sales plummet amid consumers abandoning the brand for the partnership of this fucked up dude, Dylan Mulvaney, to promote the March Madness basketball tournament. Tournament. The transgender activist showed off cans that Bud Light sent by transgender but Transheiser Bush. Damn energy drinks. Transheiser Bush <laughs> that featured fucking Dick Swing and Mulvaney's face to celebrate the milestone of 365 days of girlhood. Good job, Fox News. <laughs> they finally got <laughs> good job. And they also mentioned it was more than one can. A yeah. series where the influencer detailed daily experiences during the first year of identifying as a transgender woman on TikTok. He's a dude. Interview with Bud Light's marketing vice president, Alyssa, who the fuck cares what your last name is, um, also surfaced wh- where she criticized the brand's consumers as fratty with out of touch humor. Okay. If you've been following this article, this shit with us, you already know what the rest of this article is about. So we're going to take it over to the next one, okay? Number two. National Review. In the Bud Light Minute, the National Review, Bud Light ads take another, uh, Bud Light ads take another tumble, Independence Day sales debacle. Yeah, because that's a big day. It is. They fucked up. They did. On Sunday, Bud Light unveiled its latest attempts to uh, overhaul its image following its financial ruinous branding partnership with transgender influencer Dick Swing and Dylan Mulvaney in, in, in the form of new advertisement. It's fine. This is fine. The alcohol giant captioned a video released on Twitter's on Twitter showing a, a woman eating a watermelon as a storm destroys an outdoor barbecue, sending food, including a can of Bud Light, flying out of view. <laughs> what? The company's social media presence mostly... Dark sent uh, dark since April as public backlash against its uh, Dick Swing and uh, Dick Swing and Dylan Mulvaney sponsorship led consumers to ditch the brand. Since then, Bud Light has periodically released short videos and memes on Twitter account to soothe dissatisfied customers, but seemingly none have worked. Nope. In April, Bud Light sales dropped twenty one point four percent, while par- uh. Parent brand Budweiser lost 11.5%. Damn. Meanwhile, its major uh, rival, Coors Light, experienced a 10.9% sales boost for the month. Even gay bars in cities across the country reportedly uh, contributed to Bud Light's losses. Nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. They're, they're, they're finally sticking up for, you know, their community. Trying to get that trash out. Exactly. As the bars removed Transheiser Bush products from the shelves to protest the company's response to the blowback. 
The worries, the worrisome trend uh, continued throughout June. Oh, no. Uh As Bud Light shares uh, of American retail store sales slipped to 7.3%, while competitor Modelo became the country's most popular beer, grabbing 8.4% of the consumer dollars. The brand continued to shed customers in into the heart of the summer and Independence Day, a crucial period for beer beer sales. What happened? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> However, Bud Light purchase, purchased a slump 27.9% compared to a year ago in the week ending June 24th. Data... Um, Data revealed the decline slightly uh, slightly improved from 28.5% historic decrease the beer company suffered the prior week. The 4th um, the fourth of July is our biggest beer holiday in terms of retail sales and opportunity to move a lot of volume. Dave Williams, vice president of Bump Williams Consulting, an alcohol beverage research company, told New York Post, and there has been no notable signs where the course has changed for Bud Light. Our year is screwed. <laughs> One Transheiser Bush distributor who doesn't carry Modelo told the Wall Street Journal following the news. To be honest, I was going to save this for the end, but if you work for a Bud Light distributor and you're still there, like, hey, this is going to pass, this ain't going to fucking pass, okay? I understand you distributors also carry other um, lines of beer, but you not you don't have those pallets of Bud Light on there. Weighing down that truck, making you a long day, making you all those hours. Okay. Right. There's plenty of other jobs out there. I know, I know a lot of you people that work for Bud Light think you're the shit. Like, yeah, (laughs) I I work for the king of beers. Well, it's like the queen of beers now. Okay. It's the queer of beers. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Go that way. You know, so fucking like, yeah, you, you know, you, I've had it. I've had a deal with uh, some of you drivers out on the road. You guys think you guys are the shit. It's like fucking. All you're doing is delivering a fucking can with fluid in it. Yeah. Um. Okay. In our last article in the Bud Light minute, the New York Post, uh, from the New York Post, Bud Light claims best beer is an open beer and latest comeback attempt, but c- customers aren't having it. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what they do, like. <laughs> Oh, oh Bud Light, you guys are you guys are you guys are comical. Right. <laughs> Bud Light continues to face blowback over its ill-fated tie-up with transgender influencer Dick Swing and Dylan Mulvaney, who ran away to Peru and I hope never comes back. Yes. Um, with social media users blasting beer brand over its latest attempts to defuse the controversy this week. The nation's number one beer posted um the tagline. The best beer is an open beer. Nice. So what what were you dressed up as? A water? (laughs) You identify as a water? Um, On Monday, alongside a gif of a person cracking open a can of Bud Light. Wow. But customers promptly clap back. (laughs) (laughs) The The best beer is any beer other than Bud Light. Or AB products, one user responded. Another mocked the tweet, adding, the best women, the best women are biological women. Very good. Very, very, very good. Very, very, very good. Very, very, very good. good. Yes. Um, biological women. Well, yeah, another agreed with the sediment, though only if it's 
a yingling. Or, as MJ calls it, a wing wing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember saying that. What a fratty, out-of-touch thing to say. Another user sarcastically replied in the not in... In a nod to a podcast interview with Bud Lights, X Marketing, VP, Alyssa, don't even give a fuck what your last name is. I don't even know why anybody's interviewing you because you you were the first female VP marketing, whatever. And now you're, you know what you can put on? And I said this before, you can put this on all your sites. You're the first fucking person to fucking crush, crush, destroy a fucking Great fucking beer. I never drank it. I'm not saying it's great, but I'm saying like an American love beer. You fucking destroyed it with one fucking agreement. Hope you're happy. That's what you're going down as. The person, the person, the woman, not person, the woman that destroyed Bud Light. Right. With a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just days before Dick Swinging, Dill Mulvaney shared on Instagram, a post tag, Bud Light partner, hashtag, and sent the beer brand to the front lines of the culture war. The best beer is an open beer. Yeah. No, it's not. No. So, they, you know, this article does go on. You know, we, we we could sit here and trash Bud Light all fucking day while MJ enjoys uh, some other type of beer. I'll have my water. Um, but um, Bud Light... Fucking just hang it up. Yeah. I mean, the time's, the time's uh, gone. Yeah. What they should have done is, is apologize, like we it, said in it, the beginning. It, it, but. If you guys don't hang it up, you guys are going to destroy all the other brands you have. Budweiser's already being hit. They're almost, they they said, what, last month, 11.5. I wouldn't be surprised if Budweiser's in the 20s now. Yeah. Okay, so anywhere you go right now, Bud Light is not being sold. Nobody wants to be seen with your product. It's a disgrace. You've lined yourself up with a a disgrace, a mentally ill fucking disgrace. And it just shows that they... That should be in a mental institution. Yeah. That's what it shows. That's what you were going to say, right? No, it just shows that they're <laughs> they're they're backing that Alyssa, whatever the fuck her last name is, um, because they allowed her to do it. And if they were really against it and been like, what the fuck did you do? They would have said, that was all her. We got rid of her. We apologize. Let's get back to being the American beer. But they didn't. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for this week's Bud Light Minute. Hope everybody enjoyed it. (laughs) Um, You got anything else to add? No, sir. Okay. So if this is your first time listening on your favorite podcast directory, uh, YouTube or Rumble, uh, give us a like, uh, share the show, and fucking give us a follow or subscribe. And while you're doing that, head over to Instagram, Twitter, and threads and you can find us at checkers underscore and underscore mj and you can give us a follow over there a comment a like all that good stuff we are also on truth at the underscore realist underscore uncensored eventually that app's gonna you know that platform's gonna take off at some point yeah and then we are on YouTube and Rumble, like I said, at The Realist Uncensored. That is one word. You can also email us at Uncensored at gmail.com. That can be anything, anything you want. Absolutely anything. Absolutely anything. MJ's taking all takers. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> We're all givers. <laughs> <laughs> Episodes will be dropping weekly on Wednesday and Friday. 
be on the lookout for those shows. And maybe MJ is going to drop a message Monday. I don't fucking know. And, uh, you know, to our listeners that fucking don't drink Bud Light anymore, good job, guys. Yeah, and keep, uh, keep holding the line. Yeah, keep, keep holding keep, the line. Keep holding the line. <laughs> <laughs>